Hello, this is Father Michael Eads from the Toronto Oratory, and you're listening to Lexio et Oratio, a short spiritual reading podcast followed by a reflection. The Practice of the Presence of God by Brother Lawrence of the Resurrection, Letter 4, to the same nun, November 3rd, 1685. Reverend and dear mother, I received from Miss N the rosaries that you gave her. I am surprised you haven't let me know what you think of the book I sent you. You must have received it. Put it diligently into practice in your later days. Better late than never. I cannot understand how religious people can remain content without the practice of the presence of God. As for me, I keep myself recollected in him in the depth and center of my soul as much as possible. And when I am thus with him, I fear nothing, though the least deviation is hell for me. This exercise does not hurt the body. It is nonetheless appropriate to deprive it occasionally, and even with some frequency, of some innocent, permissible little consolations. For God will not permit a soul desirous of being utterly his to find consolation other than with him. And that is more than reasonable. I do not say that we must put ourselves to a great deal of trouble to do this. No, we must serve God in holy freedom. We must work faithfully, without turmoil or anxiety, gently and peacefully bringing our minds back to God as often as we find ourselves distracted. We must, however, place all our trust in God and let go of all our cares, including a multitude of private devotions, very good in themselves, but often carried out for the wrong reason. For these devotions are nothing more than the means to arrive at the end. If then, we are with the one who is our end by this practice of the presence of God. It is certainly useless to return to the means. We can continue our loving exchange with him, remaining in his holy presence sometimes by an act of adoration, praise, or desire. Other times by acts of oblation, thanksgiving or anything else that our minds can devise. Do not be discouraged by the repugnance you feel on the side of nature. You must do it violence. In the beginning, you may often think you are wasting your time. Nonetheless, you must continually resolve to persevere until death in spite of all the difficulties. I commend myself to the prayers of your holy community and to yours in particular. And I am in our Lord, yours. From Paris, November 3rd, 1685. In the name of the Father and the Son, the Holy Spirit, amen. Angels of God, our guardians dear, to whom God's love commits us here, ever this day be at our side to light and guard, to rule and guide, amen. Most sacred heart of Jesus, teacher of teachers, have mercy on us. 
St. Philip Neri, Choices of Priests, Mirror of the Divine Life, Vessel of the Holy Ghost, pray for us. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Notice how this chapter emphasizes two things. The first is that God is searching for us. He says that God will not permit a soul desirous of being entirely his to find consolation other than with him. What he means is that God will act. God will leave us dissatisfied. God will not leave us in the state where we're satisfied with anything but him. In other words, he's searching for us. He's trying to draw us to himself. And so we have to believe that he will do things in our soul, in our life, that will make us not feel consolation in other things. The things we used to maybe have consolation in, the things that we kind of get tempted to go into, he won't let us rest there. And he says, that's very reasonable, more than reasonable. Why? Because it's a great favor. Because our only true rest is in God. We are created for him. And apart from him, we will never find full rest for our souls. And God is very kind to us. It's a painful kindness at times. But he doesn't want us to settle. Okay, so God is searching for us. He's drawing us to himself. That's the one thing. The second thing is that he says, he won't do everything. You must do violence. Violence to what? To your nature, on the side of nature. Where is he getting this from? Our Lord said, the kingdom of God is born, taken by the, by the violent. It's taken by violence. And the violent bear it away. Kingdom of God is taken by violence, and the violent bear it away. The supernatural friendship to God that God is calling us to, the saying no to ourselves in certain matters, the living for God, forgetting about certain things that give our human nature on their own pleasure, all this is not easy. All this is beyond our powers. And to want to keep your mind on God throughout the day requires effort. And not just effort, it requires you to overcome a repugnance. Because you're going to feel like you're doing nothing. You're going to feel like you're wasting your time. You're going to feel like this is fruitless. How do we overcome that? By effort. By a kind of violence. Violence just here means going against yourself. You're going in one direction with your repugnance and your human nature. And he says, pull it back the other way. Continually resolve, persevere. So these are the two things. God is searching for us. But we must make great efforts if we want to reach this friendship with him. But this friendship with him, this living conversation, this loving exchange 
is worth more than anything else in the world. This is not something that we achieve right away as we begin. It's something we achieve by some violence and a lot of grace, a lot of effort of trying to remind ourselves of his presence. But once we're there, he says, you've gotten to the end and the, all the means to get there are worth it. And you don't necessarily have to go back to all the old means because you've achieved this. But once you begin to live this way, to live in his holy presence in all these various ways, there's nothing else that can take that place. There's nothing else that could possibly make us happier in the long run. And once you begin to taste this, yes, we'll need some recreation. Yes, we need permissible little consolations, innocent things. Yes, we're human beings. But fundamentally, we'll know where our true rest and happiness is. It's found in God. Praise be Jesus Christ, who has given us God. Praise be Jesus Christ, through whom God is opened to us. Praise be Jesus Christ, who makes a relationship with God possible. Come, Holy Spirit, help us persevere. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen.